welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everyone's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each show, you're going to hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. And at the end of every show, we give you clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name when we use nameology science. So how does someone express their creative talents? And how do they share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Stella Francis, who has developed her genius in the area of being able to motivate others. Now, that's a real talent, having to get somebody else to do, you know, what they ought to be doing or what they could be doing or just to get off and do something different. So she has been helping others find success and fulfillment in their lives and what makes her happy and it keeps her motivated. With this goal in mind, Stella became a certified dream builder coach and now lifts up others so that they can reach for the stars. Her circumstances weren't always easy, but she taught herself to be an overcomer as she believes that you can overcome anything also. Stella helps her clients achieve emotional well-being, improve themselves in meaningful ways, truly start a new chapter in their lives, and reignite their long-lost passions. In a short few weeks, Stella will present her signature Find Your Happy program. This guided tour shows participants how to unleash the energy that they need to achieve their goals, gain the economic freedom to overcome their so-called obstacles, and develop positive relationships. If you're wondering what your next chapter in life will look like, Stella helps you wonder no more and helps you get there. Because helping others find success and fulfillment in their lives is what makes her happy and keeps her motivated. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Stella. Hello, Sharon. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Stella, let's first address your accent so that people can stop wondering. Please give us your background and how you came to America and how you got that accent so that we can recognize it and know more about you. Of course. I was born in Athens, Greece, and then after high school, I moved to London, England to study, and I liked it there so much, so I stayed there for a few years. And then um, I moved to New York, then to Florida, and I think every time I lived in a different country or state, my accent um, would change slightly, but I also remained as Greek as possible because this is the country where I came from and my roots, so I always wanted to be connected with that. What's the core message of your dream builder coaching? What's the very core of that when you became a dream builder coach? As long as I can breathe, I can I can bring my dream to life, no matter what my circumstances may be. And so then did the dream builder, when you went through the coaching program, did that teach you or show you how you can help others to also bring their dreams to life? Yes, that's just um, partially. Because it's what it really did for me is that it confirmed my suspicion that I can really create what I believe. And I until I learned a system and how to um, systematically recreate my thoughts, I, I really believed it was all in my imagination and all just um, coincidences. So you thought that everything was just a coincidence and in your imagination, <laughs> but now you've realized how to bring that into action? Absolutely. Now I can just keep recreating whatever um, that my thought may be, the longing uh, or my dream. It, it is really proven, and not just by the uh, dream building technology, but it is out there, that that which we think we can manifest. Can anyone learn to do what you're doing? 
Absolutely. As long as a human can breathe, it's still breathing, then it can be done. <laughs> this is the part of the show where your name is interpreted. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. All right. This is Stella Francis. So, everyone, Stella's name, some of what it indicates is that she can be very stubborn. That's when she gets in her own way. But she can be very persistent, which means she's going to follow through. You know, this combination that I'm seeing in her name that we're going to talk about at the end of the show is what allows people to become doctors or do or lawyers or those long-term programs, and they stick with it and they don't drop out. So she can be very persistent. She likes to learn new things. When she's first learning something, she wants somebody sitting right next to her that understands how to do it like a teacher but the minute she catches on and she knows she's got the foundation then it's like how fast can she get rid of the teacher because now it's micromanaging and she wants that person gone because she wants to be able to explore and build on her own okay she is a detective she loves hearing people's stories according to her name she wants to know everybody's background and what makes them tick and she's going to get to the bottom of any situation she has a lot of writing talents according to her name and a lot of self-confidence and yet your name's very interesting because it says your self-confidence wanes. It's very, very confident and something might happen and throw you for a loop. And then you have to regain your confidence again. It also indicates that you've made yourself likable, that you're not going to change who you are and, and able to get liked. But you're definitely, you know, put yourself through a self-evaluation so that you could become a likable person. Your name indicates that the type of people that you like to bring around you are those that are lifelong learners, that want to make the planet a better place, and that those that want to be in charge of themselves, not necessarily anybody else, but they want to have control over their own lives. So that's some of what your name indicates, Stella. I've not done that for you before, have I? Yeah, I thought you've known me for years, the way you were talking. I was like, oh my God, how does she know this about me? Oh my, she knows me even better than I know myself. You know, it's, it's all there in the name, which is what I think is really cool. Okay. Wow. Um, you have on your website a slogan that says, change your thoughts, change your world. How does that work? How do you get your thoughts to change? Because beliefs are simply thoughts that are that we say over and over again, and they become a belief. And how do we get out of that rut? It is very simple, and I'm not claiming to be easy. But how how it worked for me is that um, the thoughts that I was thinking were making me very upset, very sad, very angry, and then. My reality was matching that what I was feeling until um, something really big happened that I refused to accept. And I remember saying, this is not possible because I am a single mother. I have to be here. Therefore, I am not accepting that. And what happened afterwards, the thoughts that started flooding into my mind were so focused on my ideal, what would have been my ideal outcome. And soon enough, um, about a year later, that situation was removed from my reality. And that's when I started being really curious and started reading a tremendous amount of, of books, researching and um, trying to discover the truth. So what happens is law of attraction, that which we think we manifest, like attracts like. So but, if the thought is, is a negative, the result will match the thought. Okay, if so I have a question on that for a minute. Mm -hmm. if, if like attracts life and, and all you have to do is think about it, right? Don't you also mm -hmm. have to take action? Because I could sit here all day long and think about, oh, I'd like a brand new red Mustang. And that's not going to do anything to bring a Mustang into my life unless I also take action. What part does action play in that? Absolutely. Um, we can imagine it. We can manifest it we, uh, as long as and then we receive guidance. But then we have to take physical action, set the goals, take the action steps to create the, the reality in its physicality. So the thinking 
will manifest it at the spiritual, mental, emotional layers. But we need to take the action to bring it into the physicality. So do you do you get people that come to you that feel like they could achieve more, but they don't know where to start? Yes, these are the people who feel stuck, very stuck. They know they can do and be and have more, but they don't know how to go about it. So what's the very first thing you would tell them? The first, the very first thing that I say is you will have to change everything you think you are because you are more than you think you are. Okay, we're going to hold that thought right there. Changing everything you think you are. I think that's a real challenge. Okay, we need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on the Exxon Broadcast Network at xzbn.net and at knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out how to get more out of life. Stay tuned. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone broadcast network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand worldwide and more does this sound like tomorrow's television well it is but you can have it today right now it is simul tv simul tv offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Zone, sci-fi and horror we are worldwide no other provider offers that 500 built-in video games no need to have an extra expensive system we have them included free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com.
Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Stella Francis, whose website is her name, Stella, S-T-E-L-L-A, Francis, F-R-A-N-C-E-S.com. Okay, right before we broke, Stella, you were saying that if you felt like you could achieve more, but you don't know where to start, the first thing is we've got to throw out our current beliefs. I'm sure I heard part of that wrong or understood part of that wrong. Would you start again with that one and elaborate? Yes, you heard it right. The first thing we need to do is come in for a, with an open mind that everything I believe and I think needs to be changed. So coming in with an open mind, we follow the system, which is very, very simple, like I said. We begin by creating a dream, stepping out into the future and imagine the dream that we would love to live, where we have come here to, to experience. Then we step back into the present to create a vision. We then set an intention. Now, the intention, that's where the secret is, it's got to be as strong as a fire. If you hear the expression, the fire in the belly, there's got to be a burning desire that will carry the individual to manifest the, to manifest the reality. So once we set the intention, the next step is action, like you mentioned before. We create a plan. If this is what we want, what will it take to bring it into life? So we set goals. This is a very important part of it. Um, following up, actualizing goals, we will come against obstacles. Okay, so wouldn't, wouldn't some of our current or present thoughts, wouldn't some of those present thoughts be conducive or maybe they just need to be tweaked without being totally thrown out? I mean, if you throw everything out, some of them have to be good or helpful or useful, wouldn't you think? There are limiting beliefs and there, there are empowering beliefs. And yes, you're right. The limiting beliefs is what we will, will be thrown out. And this is how it works. Once we start going after the goals, the, the limiting beliefs are showing up. The empowerment, the empowering beliefs is what keeps the person going. But the darkness, the limiting beliefs are going to show up. And that's where we, we need to look at them. There's a reason why they were there to begin with. They are not good, they are not bad, they just are. So we look at them, we release them, and we keep moving. And then there's the next final... mm -hmm. No, go ahead. And the final step would be what we just described, changing the mindset. When I said in the beginning that the first thing that person needs to know that they're going to change everything, almost everything they think, they thought they were, is what what applies. Because what really happens by doing this work, the dream is the tool to help us actualize our potential. The dream is the Mm -hmm. way to help us become the being we have come here to be. And what often drew, there is, mm-hmm. what drove you to want to be a coach? I didn't even know what a coach is. What drove my fire was that I knew there was more than I thought I knew. And since I was very young, I remember always reading about the truth. And I always was very curious about it. What is it? What does it really mean? What is the truth? And the truth, the way I see it in my world, my viewpoint is that who I am becoming. Did you get these ideas when you were living where you first lived or in London or in New York or in Florida? Where did you start picking up these kind of ideas? Oh, I was as young as 12, 13 years old when I remember thinking about things this way. And reading philosophy by the, the age of 13, 14. I would miss school because I would read um, Nietzsche, the German philosopher, and I wouldn't want to go to school because his books were amazing. And um, I was also fascinated by the, 
discrepancies in the world as well. I, I remember seeing a picture of a Biafra child back in the 70s in Athens, and I couldn't understand how can that exist, that reality, a hungry child. So that always impressed me, and I was always trying to figure out how can I change that. And my mother always remembers me saying, I'm going to change the world when I'm going to grow up. None of it will exist anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> so as, you were, as you were doing your dreams, what were your stumbling blocks along the way, and how did you overcome them? Oh, the biggest block was myself since the very beginning. Um, I, I came with a very square logic. Before coaching, I was a systems engineer, Microsoft certified. So everything was black or white, one or zero. So when someone said first said to me, you can really, really change your world if you change your thoughts, I, I said impossible. And then when I looked at that, at the truth, I'm like, I have been doing this. When I decided to go to London, poof, I got on a plane and I went. To go to, go to school, I manifested all of that. To come to, to New York and start my family, that was one of my dreams. So when I looked at life, at my life, I realized, you know, everything I thought, everything I dreamt have, has happened. So what? Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, so how can you tell if someone else is ready to get more out of life? How can I tell someone else? Yeah, how can you tell if someone's coming to you if they're ready to get more out of life versus if they're just going to continue the same old, same old? How can you tell that they're ready? Oh, how I can tell. Oh, the person who is totally ready to, to make a change has a fire. It's like either very, very aggravated, very agitated, and it's like, you know, the attitude of enough is enough, and this is it, and I'm not taking this life anymore. Tell me what I can do, and I'm going to do that. And so, the, and these are the people I love to work with, the people who are so ready and we don't have a minute to lose. This is a quick life. Let's just make the most of it. So does everybody need to be agitated first before they're willing to make a change? Um, no, some people, um, if they're not uh, frustrated and if they're not in the attitude of enough is enough, then it's overstressed is uh, people who are facing um, health challenges and maybe even a diagnosis that come to me with um, the question, can I get out of it? Is it really true? Does it work? It worked for me. And so I, I know it works if the person wants to do the work and work the plan. Does it matter what culture they come from? Because different cultures have different belief systems and different ways of doing things. So does... Does this process that you do with people, does it, does, does it get modified or something depending on the culture? Cultural beliefs are, may come in different flavors, but they remain one. They're all cultural beliefs. They're all different beliefs that we can um, let go of when ready. Okay, so you talk about letting go of something. You make it sound easy, and I think sometimes it's hard to let go of something. Don't you, you mm -hmm. have to work it through or understand it first before you've got you easy to let go of something? Yes, that's a great point you make because what creates the attachment to something is the emotion. So we do look at the emotion. We, we do like look at what is the value of holding on to something. Because if, if we didn't find value, obviously we wouldn't be holding on to that, yes? So we dig a little deeper, and once we discover the value and the reason for holding on, being attached, you, we find that immediately it goes away. Once we, we make that discovery, it loses its grip. On your website, you state that moving forward means following your heart. What is exactly does that mean, you know, if you put it into other words? How would you say that a different way? Moving forward, fo following your heart. Uh, it's listening to your inner voice, listening to the quiet voice, that little um, voice that always, is always within. And sometimes we get very um, distracted with everyday life and we forget to listen. 
but it's always there, guiding us and, and letting us know, you know, go this way or don't do this one, go for that one. So we always receive information and guidance of what is our next best step. Can a person move forward if they're not following their passion or their heart? Can't they also accomplish things? Like, let's say they're following in the family footsteps, but it may not be their passion. Couldn't they also move forward that way? I'm sure they can, but at what cost? I would I would question the cost. How happy will they be? How happy are they? How true are they being to themselves? My thought is, this is I'm, I'm very curious about this, Stella, because my thought is, how many of us go to college or to continue our school, not necessarily because we want to be there or we want to continue our education, but we know that we need to have that degree or we need to have that before we can do or qualify to do that which we want to do. So how does that work? Oh, we're in time for a break. Think about that. We're going to come back to that question when we come back from our break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on the Exxon Broadcast Network at xzbn.net and at knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out how to, what makes you happy. Broadcast studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, to the world and beyond. You're watching the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. The scientist and the mystic have been on an age-old, relentless search with one thing in common. They seek truth. Their paths converge in the 40,000-year-old practice of shamanism, an ancient science delving to the quantum level of life, facilitating healing, manifestation, and evolution. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, the founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Arts School, a unique Colorado State-certified occupational school, training shamanic practitioners and teachers. We also provide classes for empowering personal lives through shamanism. Our certification classes are in week-long segments, enabling international participation, and online classes and long-distance shamanic healing sessions are available. Come discover the science of magic in the limitless world of shamanism. www.findyourpathhome.com Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jinnick's, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the Word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God. It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God, and finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. 
For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and on knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Stella Francis, whose website is stellafrancis.com. Stella, before the break, uh, you were talking to us, and, and I cut you off because we were going into a commercial break. But what I had asked was, can a person move forward when they're not following their passion or their heart? Like when one goes to school and they don't want to be there, but they know they need that degree or they need that credential and able to do what they love. That's a great question. Yes, one can move forward. The question then is how happy will that person be? Um, I am a good example of that. In I, When I studied technology, I thought that was my calling, and I was miserable. It was very rewarding financially, but I was missing a big part of me was so disconnected, and there was almost a sadness about everyday life. And so, did that answer the question? So people can still move forward even when they're not following their passion because of what it induces later or what it can benefit from later. Or maybe they need to go through that experience first and able to decide what their passion really is. And then that is the other side of the coin that sometimes and very often we have to experience certain, learn certain lessons that really help us see what we are made of, uh, what can we create. What do we like? What do we not like? And for myself, first I learned what I dislike and to to be pointed to what I really, really like. So that leads me to the question of how does a person find out what really makes them happy? That can be challenging. It took me a long time to discover for myself what really makes me come alive? What is my dream? And um, perhaps we come to life with with different um, jobs to fulfill that ultimately will lead us to the one specific job that we have come to do, which is discover and, and realize our essence, connect with our essence. So if someone came to you and they said, we're interested in this happy program that you have, how would you help them find their happiness? Always by um, encouraging the, the person to connect with themselves. They know best. And I am not a teacher. I am more of a guide. I help the person reconnect with the, with the self, the higher self, um, the core essence. To, receive, to ask the questions that need to be asked, to receive the, the, the answer that is simply within their heart. And it's also been said that the quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions we ask. Okay, so on your website, you mention, um, how does, you mention deleting thoughts or programs and deleting the, the part of us that reacts to things and we and start to respond instead. So how would you go about helping somebody recognize the difference between reacting and responding and to stop that innate, that would be innate already, of the way of reacting? I mean, I, I hear so many people when they're talking politics, and I think politics should be left to the politicians, but I hear so many people react immediately. And so instead of responding. So how do you distinguish the two and help somebody learn how to do that? Yes, politics for sure it is a subject never to be discussed. And so after that, there is what is called triggers, emotional triggers, that um, there is a memory within, the, within us, their memories. 
and then something will trigger the emotion that is blocked within that memory. So the way to go about that is, I can give you an example. The way to go about it first is we look at reality. What is it? What is the disconnect and discontent about current reality? Then the next question would be, which part of me has created this? And why I ask this question is because what we teach in coaching is that we are responsible for our life. We are responsible for our thoughts, feelings, and actions. We can choose to react. We can choose to respond. Like I said earlier, right. when there is an emotion attached, it is easier to respond. But once we go, we visit that area and we release the emotion, then there is nothing to, to react to. Then everything is perceived as a lesson and an experience to help us in our evolution. You know, it's interesting that you're talking about responsibility because the first part of that word is respond. And so responsibility is just simply being able to respond. When mm -hmm. there was a time growing up where we used to love debates or hearing other people's ideas and we talked politics and religion and everything that's kind of taboo today. And we had these lovely discussions because people were not emotional. It was like, how do you feel about this? Or how do you think about this? And what are your thoughts on this? And we had these lovely discussions and everybody got to expand in their way of thinking. And today it appears to me, I could be totally wrong on this one, that we are reacting to what people say or getting emotionally attached to our set point of view when it regards religion or politics or whatnot. How would you recommend that people go about differentiating or getting back into a place where we can have great discussions without offending people versus these, um, I want to call them almost debates or where we have to force our own opinion. You know, I don't know how long you've lived in the United States to have been able to see this change or not, but what would be your recommendation there? To me, I, immediately listening to you, my mind went to self-acceptance self-respect, once I value my viewpoint, then I can value another one. And also, so, I don't have to be right. No, I don't either, because I want to keep learning. And we're not always right if, if we're willing to learn. But I was just wondering, though, from your point of view and from your different cultural backgrounds when you're looking at it, how do you encourage someone to have a discussion versus reacting emotionally? Do you point it out to them? Do you, do you say, wait a minute, that was an emotional response and I'd love to just hear your ideas? Or how do you go about doing that? The first step is take a breath, slow down, become aware of what it is that has been said and how it affects you. And the, the mm -hmm. next thought, the next step is to ask yourself, thyself, why is this affecting me? And how can I change that? And this is a process, these are the steps that we take in, in, in coaching call. Um, the client will bring the example to the call and we will dissect it. And so it's learning, it's practicing and learning. Whatever the trigger comes is by slowing down connecting with the breath and just being, staying in it. And often the person will find that with time, in, a, in just a few moments of slowing down, it will dissipate. The grip is not there anymore. You know, you've mentioned to me previously that it's important to turn our experiences of the past into wisdom. Do you have a process to assist a person in doing that so that their past turns into wonderful wisdom instead of them having to repeat the past? Yes, the step one is recognize them, the hurt. We always have to honor the feeling. So once we recognize the hurt, then if we're referring to the past, it's, it, most, most of the time it's guilt that has, um, that has caused stagnation. So once we... we 
become aware of that and we can deal with the sadness of the loss of time, of life, of, of whatever it may be that the person is in, it's easy to, to, to step into the present moment, the place where happiness can only exist in the present moment. So what kind does gratitude play in your system? It is the one and only thing that exists in my, in my, in my world. Without gratitude, there is no way that we can get out of guilt, what I was just talking about, or if we are projecting into the future to get out of the stress, out of fear, to be present. For me, the way that I experience it is through gratitude, constantly. I have two legs that are working, I'm so happy. I have my, my hands that are working, my fingers, I'm so happy. I am breathing, I am happy. So it's constantly training the brain to focus on that which we have, and we have so much and more. Instead of the habitual thinking of going to the areas of what we don't have. Okay, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and xzone broadcast network and knowthename.com after the break we'll find out what stella francis has in her name that has assisted her that you may have in your name as well heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world. Interactive online network and much more. Tomorrow's TV today. Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Expose Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings, slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork, 
will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network and KnowTheName.com. Our guest tonight is Stella Francis, who developed her talents in the area of being a motivational speaker and a certified dream builder coach. You can reach Stella via her website, StellaFrancis.com. Okay, at the end of our last segment, we were talking about gratitude and the role gratitude plays, and you were saying how important that was, and that it was hard to be happy or move forward without gratitude, and I was wondering, where does the role of forgiveness come in that? Is that equally as important, or if you have gratitude, you don't need forgiveness? They go together. Um, First of all, gratitude has the highest frequency of energy. To get to gratitude, the step before gratitude is forgiveness. And forgiveness begins with, with forgiving our, the self, ourselves. Has that been measured? How would you know that it has the highest frequency of energy? I'm just curious here. It's, um, here's the test. If you were to tell yourself 10 times, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What happens immediately is that um, a lighter feeling enters your being. It, 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 your, the heart opens up. And with an open heart, the frequency becomes lighter and lighter. And yes, there have been, there's been research and it has been measured and there are ways to do this. But the, the easiest way I could describe it was just how I... Uh, I told you. Okay. Anyway, I'll do that. Okay. Stella, you provide a free discovery session to see if Find Your Happy program is the right fit for someone. So what are the component parts of your Find Your Happy program, and how would somebody let you know if they'd like to take advantage of this free program? The most important part of the program is to discover the dream and set the vision and intention. We then step into the second part where we, we create an action plan, a blueprint, and set the goal. Soon after that, we step into creating um, a plan of moving forward with forgiveness, compassion, and gratitude. Okay, if you could change one thing about people's understanding or how they look at the world, what would that be? Oh, it would be nothing. Because everyone is on path. Everything is in perfect harmony. It may not seem like it, but it, it, it is the path of the soul that everyone has come here to do to walk and evolve, if that makes sense to you. Okay, I'm just a little bit confused because earlier you stated that as a little girl, you wanted to make an effect on the world and change the world. And so now I'm asking if you could change the world in one way, what would that be? That would be by by helping every person I come in, in contact, help them see themselves for who they truly are and begin to appreciate, love, and respect themselves, thyself. And that is how I can make a difference. Do you honestly think that everyone can find happiness, that everyone's capable of it? One thousand percent. (laughs) Everyone has it within. It's within us. It, It is who we truly are. Okay, so... There's a quote that says, happiness is getting what you want when you want it. But once gotten, it lasts a fleeting amount of time before you have new goals and thus, once again, are in seeking of something 
and seeking to be happy because now you're reaching for a new goal and until you get it, you're not happy. What would you say about that quote? Um, it doesn't resonate well with me because it's not a thing, and maybe I didn't hear it correctly, but um, it's not the achievement of the goal that makes us happy. It is who we have become during the actualization of the goal, during the achievement. Do you think people recognize who they've become as they're changing? Um. Yes, at, at a deeper level, they, they do because they knew that's what they were going for. We don't know exactly what it looks like, but we all know what it feels like. Interesting. I mean, I think people can look back years ago and see that there's been a growth, but I don't know if they can see it in a short time period, you know, because it's so little day by day. So, so I, I don't know, you know, on that one. I, I appreciate your response. It's the- it's the feeling. It's how they feel. There is um, an inner peace that begins to happen, and it doesn't happen overnight. It takes work. But even as, a, as, as little as three months, a person can start feeling um, a little bit more, oh, you know, that, ah, oh, I, I got this. I can do this. There is another way because of feeling more at peace with themselves. You know, some people seem so self-motivated and so productive day in and day out, and they're just amazing. How do people do that? What do you think it is that keeps them going so that they can be so self-motivated and productive day in and day out? It's the mindset. It's definitely the mindset and a very strong vision. People who are successful, they work at it, and they will not allow anything to take them out of their um, their path. So no matter what happens, they don't see failure. Everything is a success. If something doesn't work, no problem. I'll make it work the next time. But it's a, a, a sense of being unstoppable. They don't see mistakes. They only see lessons. That's kind of like they Thomas Edison with how many times, you know, he, yeah. he tried and failed and, and our great minds, you know, how many times they've tried and failed, especially like I think one of our outstanding ones is Abraham Lincoln, that he didn't get elected, didn't get elected, didn't get elected. And finally, he just decided he'd go for the highest office there was. And voila, he got elected. So I think a lot of people just never giving up is what causes them to be successful. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. The only way is whatever it takes. Edison took him 10, perhaps, you know, the number is, is out there 10,000 times to discover the ways that it did not work. So they never allowed that to be a way that, you know, it's not going to work. It is going to work. It's just a matter of time before I discover it. Well, I remember hearing one author speak about the, he thought, I'm going to give myself a hundred tries to promote my book or to get a publisher to take my book. And every time he got a rejection letter, he put it up on the wall and he would celebrate. And other people asked him, why are you celebrating? That's a rejection letter. And he said, it's one more down because the odds are one out of a hundred is going to take me. And that's one less that I have to contact again. I'm getting closer to my hundred. <laughs> and I always remembered that story when I was told it simply because it is so exemplified that don't give up and all it takes is one you know, other person to believe in you or to help you to cause you to help be successful. Um, Is there anything else you're currently working on that you'd like to share besides your happiness program? At the moment, I am running um, five new workshops. I call it, uh, the whole series is called The Mechanics of Life. And I broke up my program into five days um, once, uh, once a week where we can learn all of this, this technology and start applying it to everyday life. So it happens every Saturday for five consecutive weeks. Okay. How would they get a hold of you if they're interested in something like that? Um, there's, um, on my website, there is always information about current events and what's going on. And you can also email me um, through the contact tab at the website. Great. Thank you so much for being with us today, Stella. 
Be prepared and surprised and pleased when you experience Stella Francis's work. Her website again is her name, StellaFrancis.com. It's S-T-E-L-L-A-F-R-A-N-C-E-S.com. Stella's name excels at being able to use her persistence. This is found in the letter combinations of ST. If your name has an ST combination in it, then you too have a propensity to finish long-term projects and accomplish your long-term goals. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio, an X-Zone broadcast network, and on the schedule page at knowthename.com. Tune in to hear the fascinating ways other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. In each upcoming show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. For all days and times of Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, please go to xzbn.net and check out our broadcast schedule. If you wish to know how to read a person's name or more about your own name and how you can discover your innate genius, go to the website knowthename.com and give yourself the gift of a session to find out what your name says about you and how knowing what your name means can help you to live to your best and highest. You can schedule an appointment with me, your host, by visiting knowthename.com. Remember, once you know the name, you know all about the person. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off. Modern Esoteric, Beyond Our Senses by Brad Olson, consummates the lifeology story about where humanity originates. It is the lost continents, the primitive wisdom, the mythos of creation, and the rethinking of ancient history as we are taught in academia. There is much more to the story than what we have been told. As this is the first book in the Esoteric series, Modern Esoteric starts at the beginning of time and accelerates up to this modern age. Future Esoteric is book two in the series and takes a forward-looking position ahead of today with an open and honest examination of the ET issue and various unexplained phenomena. To discover the writings of author Brad Olson, visit www.bradolson.com. That's www.bradolson.com. Are you or is someone you know struggling with addictions, depression, anxiety, relationships, low self-esteem, lack of confidence, grief, success, and prosperity? Do you know that your subconscious belief plays a big role in the outcome of your hard work? We can help you permanently change the beliefs that may be the reason for your struggles and failures. We care about getting you the return on your investment and the results you are looking for. We can help you be free of the limitations of your past and in realizing your highest potential. We work with people by phone and Skype. For more information, visit us at www.ritasoman.com. That's www.ritasoman.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. 
You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464.